I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, May 24th, 2021, episode 55 of What Do We Know? I'm Dan Broskell, here with Dave Geller. Dave, happy Monday. Hey, three Mondays in a row. It's going to be it's this good, is a good hot this streak. run going. It's a threefer of Monday podcasts. <laughs> threefer. Speaking of threefer, thanks for sharing some podcasts last week, getting people up on your Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Sparked good. some commentary. Oh, yeah. Who was weighing in? I saw Sasano weighing in, saw Bornstein as usual, Bureau yeah. coming back with some follow-up comments. Yeah, no, it's good. It was good. It's good. It's good content, good people, and uh, yeah, generating some um, good discussions, and we'll keep it going. Lots it's of great. good stuff. Well, my day's got to a great start, Dave Geller. Tell me about this day. Besides Dro- that we're doing this together Dropped right off now. my kids, went up to... Physical therapy, walked in the door. Who did I see? Who did you see? Jen T. Geller. Jen T. G. We, we had big hugs. Big hugs. Very exciting. And there was no one else there besides us. So we got to see each other doing the PT for the whole time. So way to you, go, physical therapy. You know, yeah, great for Jen. She's uh, next step in, after her bad injury. And you're, yeah. you're, you're working your way back. And you're going to one of the greatest... Uh, local physical therapy places around. We should have some one of them on the pod. <laughs> um, but I tell you, I was telling you, like going to PT with someone that you know in the room is kind of like going to the gym in a way, right? So it, it, you're definitely working out. Your PTs, you know, giving you a, a little bit of a workout, but you get to socialize a little bit. It's, it's a nice atmosphere, especially when you have the run of the gym or the. Well, it's like it's like a large room. Yeah. Have you been there? I've not been there. I heard it was nice from Jen. I it's nice, there. but I mean, it, it's it's warm, and I I I, I get warm quickly. So I kind of like I'm shedding layers. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm working pretty hard. You get down to your tank top. Uh, I may, I may be remember my wife. Is, a little my bit, wife's you know? in the room with you there, so just just keep it, it keep, just slow down. There, I don't want no guns out. <laughs> the guns came out halfway through. Is that yeah. what do the, the lateral raises? I'm sure I'll hear about later. The, la- the ladder work. There wasn't much room in the room when your guns came out. Everybody had to go against the walls. Um, so it's, I would say Monday is always dawn with. Beautiful optimism. <laughs> as, as the weeks get there, I just feel Don't like say it. Don't the week's going to get going and things just kind of bludgeon me. Last week was no exception, but the weekend was a nice recharge. And um, I'm, I'm positioned for, I would say, a good week and then a holiday weekend coming up, which I'm very excited about. So how was your Could weekend? Use an extra day. How was your weekend? What, 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 what exciting I mean, things It feels happened? like I forgot everything. I mean, it's just uh, the weekends are nonstop activities and, and, and commitments. I think Davi had a birthday party in the yard, which Davocado. was nice. I have to say that Davocado, your daughter Davi, yeah. that is one of the best nicknames. Davocado. I love that nickname. I'm not sure if I came up with it or we came up with it. No, it wasn't, wasn't you and me. Not me and you, but probably me and Elizabeth. But uh, she's the she's the Cotto. and uh, so we had a little, a little yard party in the back with uh, with some friends. It was a beautiful day, and um, sort of led into other sort of uh, biking and 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 walking the dog and being a little bit lazy, which after our weeks is, is always a good thing. So just some of the evolution of that. Her name's Davi, right? Yeah. Not named after me. Drop the D. Unfortunately. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, 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 it's not about me. Um, how how did the avocado evolve? You guys like a lot of guacamole. I think she on? likes avocados, and then someone probably just said davocado, and it was just like stupidly obvious. Then it was like mamacado, avocado, right? Nice, imanaba. Uh, and 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 as you know, now we have the cado T-shirt for her and the mamacado T-shirt. Cado. So enough of this, but cool. uh, no, she she's a good one. So happy seventh birthday, Davi and. We got East Elise 12 coming up. James 
graduation, his birthday. So we're trying to figure out like, how many parties should we have this summer? Should we have a, uh, a joint spring birthday graduation party? Should we do the graduation party later this summer? Be a, a tag team birthday party graduation party? I don't love having big parties at the house anyway, so we're going to negotiate this one and see how it goes. So there's one continuous loop of a drive-by. Just keep it going. Yes, yeah, so I think I told you, Davi woke up on her birthday, and she goes, I'm so excited. Today's the cart, the, the parade. And I'm like, ooh, we're not doing the, birth, the birthday parades anymore. This isn't 2020. So she was a little bit disappointed. Um, but I would say th things are going well so far. And the end is in sight to this very long year. So this, this bridge of Memorial Day should be a nice break between uh, you know, now and the, and the home stretch for school. So I'm in. You're in. I am in, David. I'm in. Eating um, in. But I got, some I got some sad news for you. Oh, we went from a high note to a sad note. What's the sad news? We've talked about the main red claws before. The red claws, yes. What's happening? They're no, no longer more? the main red claws. What happened? They were renamed. Did they buy a bowling alley? What's the, the least creative name you can imagine from a uh, team from a team that is owned by the Celtics. The main Celtics. The main Celtics. You're kidding me. Don't you prefer the main Red Claws? See, that's a little tough. Maine. They could at least done some kind of um, like. There's nothing Celtics about Maine. No, there's no French Canadians. It's the, weird. Wow. So I disagree. I um, we have to we have to I, we're, not that, we're, not that we're I love the poll, Red Claws. We have to poll our main listeners about that one. That's crazy. That's a great poll. Like, what should the team we should do a, instead? We're going to start. We're going to start. We're going to start getting some some more right. traffic. We're going to do a poll. Yeah. So that that's some sports news. Other sports news. I mean, not not to invite someone to the podcast without ever you know really meeting him. But I think Dr. Terry should be on the podcast because there's a lot of soccer stuff happening. He, that he and I you, would like to talk you about. You and he could talk, and I could just sit back. And Let me uh, give you the highlights. Cause I got to say the, the soccer season, and we and I watch a ton of leagues, root for a ton of teams. Things are going pretty well for me. So at the end of the day, uh, Liverpool finished third and qualified for Champions League. Oh, they tried really hard not to qualify. Dortmund in Germany also tried really hard not to qualify, made to Champions League. Maccabi Haifa closing in on the league title. Santos Laguna in the Clausura final in Mexico. The Revs are in first place in the East and ranked second in power rankings. And in an incredible twist, in three of the major European leagues, there's unusual champions. So, for example, David, I'm sure you know all about this. In France, PSG did not win the league because Lille did. In Spain, Barca and Madrid did not win the league because Atletico Madrid won the league. And in Italy, Juve, Juventus did not win the league, and Inter Milan did. So a nice sort of surprising season, except for England, where the same top four teams finished in the top four again. So it all came to a head this weekend. Everything is almost over except for the cup finals and the stuff in Mexico. So uh, I'm going to miss soccer a little bit, but we have the European Championships this summer. So I'd love to talk about doc, doc, love to talk to Dr. Harry, Terry about we'll that, and also talk about like just the, and like soccer shirts in general because all the announcements about the 21-22 shirts they're all really really bad. Love to hear what he thinks. And he and I both own a bunch of soccer jerseys. Let's well, do my, it. My take-home message from this is you miss doing the sports. On I miss doing. I just Bedford want to talk about TV. soccer with a soccer Bedford fan like Doctor Terry. We will get him on. Make it happen. We're, you know, we 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 can I, like swap shirts. I'm working like on at like the we, end of at the end of the, the podcast. Name, we get him on. I I just, I've <laughs> talked with Tom Toll. He'll be on soon, hopefully. Let's um, do it. Get Doctor Terry on. I, I mentioned to to Bronson Terry, my colleague, that we would love to have him on. He was in, so he'll talk soccer all day. There it is. How's it going without your mask going outside? Doing all right? You enjoying I it? Love. Oh my gosh! So tell it. me, like, what what is like? Is it really a, a psychological change, or do you just feel like a little bit liberated and you're breathing better when you're walking the dogs? Like, how's it, what does this change mean to you personally? I think it's liberating. I think it's it's tough to uh, you always have the mask on. It was appropriate to do. 
what I find it like for me walking the dogs and not having to worry about having it on. For me, a couple of things. It's like simple stuff. Like my glasses would fog up. And oh, I got yeah. three dogs, and I mean, yeah. it was a cool morning. It was, you know, it was coming out of the winter. You know, and I couldn't see anything, and you know, I'm trying to avoid bikers and walkers and whatever. Um, it's nice to run now that a mask on because it, mm-hmm. I, I feel kind of bad like looking back when you know when they when they required masks on all kids for sports and and we weren't really um, we were leaning a way away from not allowing kids to not wear masks because they couldn't breathe well if they or they had asthma could exacerbate it. we're like ah you you can breathe with a mask on it's fine you know it's it's tough it's tough. You know, I mean, Jen teaches yoga, you know, with the mask on, you know, and she's like, someone's just talking and teaching, right? We know it's, it's so I like not being able to, um, you know, you know, um, run without a mask on. But, but that's that's small, just that small stuff. What I like knowing is that we're coming out of this, you know, and it's, so, it's, it's so but you know, it's already started, Dave. What started? Why are we doing masks in schools? Can you make the case for me? Make the case for the audience right now, both about now and about the fall. What, what, what are you thinking? Um, I think it, bleh. I mean, I just was walking to see you and I saw the playground outside is full of parents and kids, no masks on, they're outside. Right. I think, yeah, I mean, you have to comb for the on, data. On one foot, as they say, a regular Yeah, I would, I would say continue wearing masks for now, you know, inside. What about September? September, you know, I think we have to see where the numbers go sure. then. And I have to think, you know, see where the vaccinations stand. Um, you know, I think that if we have just say the vaccines get moved up, you know, they're now they're saying a fall timeline. Um, just they get moved up to the end of summer and you get a lot of kids vaccinated and teachers are vaccinated and staff is vaccinated. I think masks possibly could be optional. If well, you mentioned this before, it's the right situation, right? Windows open, maybe good, good, um, good, good ventilation. Um, you know, so I would one foot, I'd say masks on for now inside in schools. There's too many variables there. So this is one and one more thing yeah. on my other foot is I don't <laughs> want to feet, feet. take a chance. School's <laughs> closing down. we got to keep schools open. I For don't sure. want any leverage, you know, this virus getting leverage and then shutting stuff down. So I'm, I'm no expert. Uh, I will adhere to the rules until they change. I'm in favor of keeping the masks on right now. I think things are shifting a little bit under our feet. Um, for the fall, but again, the, the guidance will be forthcoming, and, the, and it will not be, I would say, on the local level up to up to the towns around here. It should be a state decision, and um, and you know, and I think we're also sort of seeing other parts of the country, like in New York City, they just said, you know, there'll be no remote option for fall, well, the fall you, also, you, which will be interesting. So I think we're going to see a situation where everyone's going to be in school. That might change things also for folks that are immunocompromised, and how's that going to go? But uh, a lot of stuff will happen in the next three months. Well, and I think months. going back, you know, you 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 always state things very clearly, right? I think that yeah, it depends on guidelines. So all the guidelines change, yep. I'm in. <laughs> they so change right. all the time. You know? <laughs> so if the state says no masks are fine, you know, you know, hopefully with good data, and also the CDC, you know, agrees in so many ways. Um, I think mass, you know, but yeah, right now I don't, I don't, yeah, like, but I, I didn't expect what happened so quickly with you know the CDC saying such, and then the schools saying such, and I agree with it. I, you know, I was, I was ecstatic when. Um, uh, our town, Lexington, um, they it's a school outside of school sports don't need masks anymore. Well, you know? well, also, congratulations to the high school. The kids are finally back as of last week. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, they w- basically they're walking in one door and leaving the Seniors other. Seniors have one over. more week of school in school's person. Over. Congratulations, no, guys. So I I, tr- I trust the CDC. I <laughs> trust the you know them combing through the data. There's many of them doing it, and uh, yeah. So my gut right now is masks on inside, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, because things could change. Well, let me tell you something. Um, um, it's been great to be outside at baseball games and activities and just not having to 
breathe into a mask and have my glasses fog up and watch and cheer and yeah. shout and uh, you know it's obviously a great and that's small stuff to worry about right but it's nice to not have a uh, mask on it's good know? it's good to see you know again luckily you know, Bedford High School in a couple of games last week the, the post game picture Friday was kids without masks on yeah. you know with a team picture which was yeah. which was great but shout out to uh, to our good friend Jack Venuti who pitched a gem uh, in Cambridge and uh, a, a big win for Bedford shout out to James Brosco at a monster week again uh, both those boys, seniors, mashing the ball, pitching great for Bedford, and they're on a little bit, little bit of a Bedford hot streak. I Bedford Farms flavor now. Um, After Venuti. <laughs> Smashable. So I think I told you, Dave, so uh, we recorded last Monday, and I was sort of talking about you know, the upcoming game. So mo- Monday afternoon, we had, we had a little show in Bedford. Um, there's a kid in Cambridge Ridge in Latin who, who's 6'2", 175, and uh, he, he shows up and hits a home run about 350 feet to left center over the wall, 25 feet over the fence. And we're like, who is that? And everyone starts Googling, oh, he's going to Tulane to play baseball. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday, there was 10 pro scouts at the game just sort of watching him. They put him in for inning and pitching just to see how hard he threw. It was like 90. So it's good to realize, like, even in a league like the DCL, you have some pretty elite baseball talent. So, uh, you know, it's our boys are doing pretty well. And they took two out of three from Cambridge. So uh, it takes more than one great player to win a game. It takes a team. So. What position does he usually play? So he plays center field. And wasn't think. there a, a, some, some young man dropped a bomb over his head and got a triple out of it? So, uh, I would be, say J- James B. Had a, James, had a pretty ma- massive B, triple. James Brosgo. JB had a, again, yeah. having a monster senior season. and Because uh, that, ha- kid, very happy cause that kid in outfield, after he picked up his hat, dusted off his, his you know, put his glove back on, if he, th- you know, he said, who was that kid? Well, and not like, for nothing. He ran, like, the D1 athletes running full speed back to his left. The ball went over his head at the 350, 350 sign and then rolled about 25 feet more. I'm like, James, nice, nice piece of hitting. So uh, we're, we're enjoying baseball season. And see, and Orn dropped his mile time to 528. Way to go, buddy, outside. So he's been bumped up to the two-mile. I'm lucky Orn. It'll be nine degrees on Wednesday as he runs the two-mile on the track. Have fun. Have fun with that, dude. It's not going to be very fun. Awesome. Oh, man. But, um, you know, a, lo- a lot of articles about, you know, emerging from the pandemic. How we doing, right? I read an article this morning. I think it was in the Atlantic about 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 the residual effects on everyone. And I was saying to people last week, maybe you too, everyone's slumping again. So between adults and kids, I've seen a lot of just uh, anguish and tears and emotions right now. It's like at camp when you hit the six week slide and everyone's kind of depressed. This year's had a few cycles of everyone's fine and everyone loses it. Everyone right now is really hanging on by a thread as we hit the finish line. So. That's my anecdotal observation, Dave, of how the world has been sort of ebbing and flowing with the trauma and the stress of what's been going on. Does that match what you see or hear about from kids or observing kids and behavior? I think the kids' behavior has been, you know, up and down all year. Yeah. I think for, I don't know as much for the kids that I'm hearing, but I, I, I relate to what you're saying. But I think it's almost like now we're realizing again or more so how tough this year was now that it's moving forward a little bit and it's and we just all kind of held together the best we can um and now are the emotions are rising to the top and you know the kids are yeah, I think they're having the bumps it's, it's, it's been a it's been a very interesting year in terms of behavioral issues and emotional issues for all kids if not adults so uh yeah i i i can kind of agree with that and I think I mean, it and will not be a snap back to everyone just being, you know, the Brady Bunch again. It's going to be challenging emerging and trying to resume activities. And, and what are people, as we've talked about, comfortable doing and not comfortable yep. doing? And yep. 
this need to hang on to the mask if you're nervous yeah, about going to the place, fine. which I'm which I'm doing inside and, and may continue to do so. It, it's really, I mean, no one's done this before. Nah. Coming, coming out of a pandemic and trying to sort of see how it goes. This is this is coming out of a, I mean, it's still going on, It's right? still raging, again, know, it's the, raging everywhere else. Yeah, Luckily, in this country, we're doing okay. So, yeah, we have to remember that. Like, it's, it's still there, not here, but it's still out there. And we have to respect that people are still going through their own trauma and turmoil right now. But this is, you can, there's a lot of analogies you could draw from this. This is like coming out of a, you know, a conflict, you know, we are, mm-hmm. this is totally, this is, there's going to be some PTSD there, which could last forever, you know, and there's going to be a lot of emotional baggage that people have been branded with. So that's right what now. I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So I mean, what, what about me is not going to be able to move on. And hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I've said to you, like, here, the, here are the behaviors I'm happy resuming. Here, here's what I'm not, here's what I've learned about myself. And how hard will it be for me to, to resume things I'm kind of given up, which I didn't really enjoy doing in the first place. And how like do you what? deal with all that sort of like stuff? I, like I, like in, in my own life, my own um, daily life, I, I can't see myself as things come back to normal and we're not quite there, still there yet, not, not resuming what I did before. Mm-hmm. But I can see how we look at things. It's, more how we will approach things and look at things and respect things and deal with things differently right like how just yeah just how this that we almost will take anything for granted again you know or not that we did before but i always like i think that our lives are it's it's like uh it's based on the, the most acute issue that we just had and then it changes our behavior for that short term and then we forget we move on and you know, and then and then we say, then and then we say, oh yeah, I mean, you know, and then something else happens, and you and you revert back to that again. And the question is, how much will we be able to move on emotionally and physically? That this is always going to be a piece of our brain for a long time. Well, I know mean, it's been 14 months. This morning, I walked into Starbucks, and people were sitting down again. Yep. So I saw some of my friends. I'm like, hey, I guess I guess we're sitting around in Starbucks again. So yeah. I'm not I'm not ready for that yet. But again, there's every every day it's like something else happens which you haven't seen yeah. in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I drove through Lexington on the weekend and I saw like a group of adults outside sitting on blankets, no mask, talking to each other. And I'm like, well, that's powerful because, you know, a they can do it. B they feel comfortable doing it. And that that that's a great statement to say this can happen. You know, it's it's not everybody's still wearing masks everywhere. And and and, and you know, w- with a full acknowledgement of of the bubble we live in. Right, and there's a lot of commentary now about you know, a lot of the country is just really eager to, to jump back to normal. And if you look at like the, the Northeast liberal angst-ridden bubble, some people are having a really hard time accepting the fact that it's okay mm. to do things again. Yeah. And that present company included, certainly in this little, you know, I would say privileged section of the world, some people are having a hard time letting go of that angst and anxiety. Mm. So people think New Yorkers are neurotic. We're being pretty neurotic right now up here about yeah. that this situation and trying to come out of it, which is why Brookline didn't lift their mask mandate, even though CDC said it was probably okay. Mm. So it's it's a fine line between acknowledging how serious things are, resuming normal, and and letting go of the past year end change when people made but radical still, pa- changes to their behavior. But still important to realize that we're we're not done with this, right? We For still sure. have to, so we we we, sure. we have to still be cautious and move forward. But we can move forward. But we. You know, right. And some people will, some people even this week are, are just like, can you believe they're walking around with that mask and congregating together? And I'm like, I can, I can believe it, you know? 
So I'm not there for just like large groups and people. But I'm, I'm halfway there right now. I think they should have called it the main white claws. The white claws. <laughs> I think that may have been a problem. <laughs> but speaking of, speaking of health trends, Dave, yes. we talked about the flu a lot, like pre-COVID. And then we talked about the flu a little bit this year as far as the numbers. So DG, worldwide, in the winter before COVID, do you know how many flu cases there were? Worldwide? Worldwide. Pre-COVID, I'm just going to say million something. Third, 38 million yeah. worldwide, 2019-20. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many flu cases were documented worldwide, 2020-21? Documented? Yeah. Say 500,000. 2,038. That's, That's crazy. Can you, would you ever have thought you would see that number in your life? There's no way that you did. No. No. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Which makes you think about masks again. 100%. Right? So in other parts of the world, it's quite common wear masks, for people to yeah. wear masks. And here, yeah. like, you and I both know, and we talked about this again early on in the podcast in, the, in January of 2020, there are weeks when schools are half full because yep. everyone's sick and yeah, everyone's that, spreading flu. And this year, there was no flu. You prescribed no medication for strep. The... Um, <laughs> I, uh, What's going on in the world? I don't know what is going it's on. Amazing. Outside, you know, it's amazing. Go, ma- go going masks. On. The um, no, but it's it's um, it's interesting. That's what I was thinking about your about your mask comment. Is like if we continue, if we wear, just we put our masks on next year just because in the school system, right? Yeah. You will have a lot less time, a lot less kids being sick, a lot yeah. less kids being home, a lot less parents and losing teachers. time from work, and a lot teachers. less teachers being sick. You know, a lot less. Um, you know, need to prescribe medicine. A lot of those kids with underlying issues, you know, being worried, you know, asthma or whatnot. So masks have a role just for that. You it's know, amazing. it's amazing. And the article that was at, I think it was today. I think I saw an epidemiologist at Berkeley said, um, I think I asked you also, you know, here's the quote. It's, he goes, it's not like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. We don't need to be exposed to influenza on a regular basis and get sick to have stronger immune systems. So it's okay not to get the flu. You're not going to be sicker or weaken later, right? 100%. Same thing for strep. It's okay not to get strep. You don't it doesn't need weaken. So what are we doing no here? Again, remember how I, I, I like the gator? Like I can do that in well, the winter no, now in crowds. Yeah, and like it's great. I mean, there's one thing about being exposed to various viruses to build up, you know, to give you some immunity, but they're not, it's not all long-lasting. And just because you get the flu once doesn't mean you're not going to get it again because it's it's always changing. It, it's it variants every year with that. Um, there's no, yeah, so there's, we don't have to get those things, right? So, so let's not get them. 100%. I'm into, I'm into the flu not decimating our schools oh, yeah. and, and populations great, every January and February. Seriously. It sucks. Yeah, you know, but the, you, could, you, could really, <laughs> you could really, you know, uh, expound on this. Like, what, 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 will, what will the company that makes Tamiflu say about that, right? The Tamiflu, which is the main um, antiviral medicine for for the flu, right? I think they're mm. anti-maskers. I don't know. <laughs> probably I mean, I, yeah. I, mean, I can't it, imagine I mean, a scenario when school is like, we're going to start doing masks in the winter now to stop the spread of flu. It's not, it's not going to fly. That'd be, but I, you might, I think you're going to see it a lot no, but more. You could, but no, but people could, people could wear their mask, right? Yeah. I bet there's going to be kids around. I mean, just say COVID vaccine was 99% effective, right? Yep. And just say we have to worry about that. Two shots or one shot J and J, like measles and mumps rubella. We're done with this, right? It, 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 it really prevents it. People could still come to schools with masks on to prevent getting other stuff. And I think it's going to happen. It's, it's on it's small really, numbers. I think it's going to happen. It's really not here. a bad at least, idea. At least maybe this year, you know. I mean, we talked about this before too, but I mean, 
I can't wait to see the data on antibiotic resistance having hopefully plummeted because we haven't prescribed them in a year for That's ear how, how would you how would that be without just a uh, that be a, like a big study though, so right? the so I, that comes out from usually often different hospitals yep. if not um, the CDC but like Children's Hospital does research on the strains they're seeing sure. to see which bacteria you can treat or not treat um, with different antibiotics so, so ear the hope is because everyone just wasn't Flooding their system with antibiotics, yeah. but they have the, so that's one of the be more effective next year. Is that the idea? I would think. Wow. I mean, that's one of the reasons we don't try to overuse antibiotics, sure, because it creates resistance. So, amoxicillin mm -hmm. used to treat everything years ago. It doesn't. Yep. It doesn't. You know, yeah, so super bugs, right? Yeah. But but they say one of the, if you can you don't use them for a year, really, like what what happened? And you've I talked about. You said you you were like ninety seven percent less prescriptions as for strep and ear infections too. I prescribed, I just diagnosed three ear infections. So um, is that also spread, is it like through the air? Or well, is it not? You know, I thought you, it wasn't. Oh, no, it's, well, it's, it's, you know. Or you just get sick and the fluid builds up and that's what, okay. And then, then it gets infected it. with your, some bacteria in your ear, basically. That, you know, most, most ear infections are caused by viruses, but then they can lead to a secondary bacterial infection. That's, wow. that's why we, why we treat them. Yeah, so it, I'm just really interested to see what this shows. And that's powerful. Like I have you're no you're so happy. I, like our viewers, our viewers, our listeners can't see how excited you are about this conversation. I'm excited too, but you're you're glowing. Yeah, you know, you look at it, you know a lot of my visits are uh, ear infections, and you know that's my. Sure. But I don't mind not treating kids with without with I, I would I don't mind not treating kids with ear infections. I don't mind not treating kids with strep throat. It's great. Still going to see it. Remember, now you know? a while ago you said to me off off the cuff. This was probably off the record. Maybe, maybe. It, was, it was on the it was on the pod, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. off the record. I think you said that. Um, you'd seen more appendicitis cases. Yep. And then I sent you an article saying, it's not just you, but people are reporting that appendicitis was up a little bit this year. Yep. And people are wondering, was that because of COVID? One of the symptoms that kids were getting or a, a consequence of an asymptomatic COVID was that yep. maybe it was impacting kids in the in their appendix. Is there anything to that that you've seen, or is that just a little bit still of an urban legend? No, I think it's well, if it's anecdotal as of now. Yep. Maybe you know, and now you're reaffirming that a little bit more. But we, yep. I spoke to some of my fr colleagues. One was Dave Landis, you know, who had also heard that from actually surgeons. He asked yep. what, what they were seeing more now. So the question is, what what is the cause and effect? Sure. Right? So we saw a ton more, a ton more injuries during the peak of COVID in the wintertime because everybody was inside yep. run, running off the dining room tables, yep. you know? So it wasn't because of COVID, but COVID might have caused sure, it, right? Sure, sure. So the question is, did these kids have, a, or adults, have asymptomatic, like you said, um, COVID or under-the-radar COVID, and it causes some inf in inflammatory uh, process in certain vasculature, like like what, innervate, what, what vas vascularizes the intestine, which is a small area, maybe the appendix, and that maybe led to that. Or one of the theory <laughs> I was thinking of, are these, were people less active? Sure. Yeah, they were. And maybe they had less, you know, you know, processing of their stool <laughs> and they had more, you know, Got constipation it. and that, because that's sometimes you get this, you know, whatever, and, and stuff led to this and that. Who knows? But, but I also heard that there was more pancreatitis this last year, you know, and it was that an inflammatory process? Or mm -hmm. Was that because people were, adults were drinking more, you know, um, because they were home more, you know? Who Listen, the, the, we, we, I can say comfortably, there, there's a lot of people, kids and adults, that just like sat home and, and ate a lot exactly this year. Like, was what was the reason? Was it physical dietary activity? Change? You, know, you know, right? Exactly. Was it COVID? Was it you know the COVID virus or was the COVID virus you know get get sure this, you know? sure? So, so it's complicated. No, I'm really interested to see what the data shows because because I actually spoke to another friend of mine, a, a pediatrician who works for a very large. Um, 
healthcare organization. Sure. He said, I'm going to run some numbers on that. It's very interesting because um, he's I haven't heard that, but I'm, you know, so we're all, this is all, this is like this groundswell of like, what else, what wow. else are we seeing, you know? I love it. Dave, wh where is LHS graduation this year? Inside, outside? What are they doing? Do you know? Um, Lewiston High School, the Blue Devils. Uh, Little Lexington <laughs> High School. <laughs> um, I Do you know? I think don't you, you should probably, know. I'm sure that you're going to approve though, the venue and the, so and the rules, right? I, there was there was talk of what what activities are going to be approved um, for that Lexington High School graduates, such as dances and outdoor sure. activities. But I, been, but I haven't been. Where is the ceremony usually? Is it usually outside? It's usually at the at the um, in Lowell. At Songus? Yeah. Yeah, us too. Yeah. But I assume that it's not going to be at Songus. I'm assuming. I, I, I'm assuming. So you're going to find out. I will check okay. on that. So our our graduation on the turf um, looks like they're going to increase the number of attendees based on the guidance which many? will be great so rumor has it it was going to be two on the field two in the stands now i'm hearing unconfirmed unofficial two in the field four in the stands the good news for us though is that i don't count because i'll be on the stage True. and elizabeth doesn't count because she'll be sitting with the faculty whoa we'll have two siblings we think on the field and then we can get the other two siblings some grandparents so and, i can and come now we got an extra ticket for, for everybody oh, else so i think come. we're all gonna be able to fit that's coming up I'm your, soon. I'm your, I'm your, um, I'm your uh, secondary grandpa. You listen. If you want to come to graduation, maybe we could find a spot for you. But um, again, Friday evening, the fourth, I think, should be nice. Rain date the fifth. I think you should get give the J Daisy Girafalco, and she can dress up as a unicorn. That we could make that happen. But Dave, this, I mean, um, this is a question for you. I was very excited to read this. Yes. Where is the ELHS graduation going to be this year? Where is the Edward? You are just poking around my town. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Now usually right it's on the football field. Well, it used usually to, it used to be at the um, at the Lewiston um, Arena, where now the hockey team plays, mm -hmm. where the infamous Muhammad Ali, you know, is it the Phantom Punch yep. with uh, St. It Liston is not was. there, Dave, and it is also not at well, the no, at they're, Walton they're, Elementary. No, because they're doing the they're doing they're building a new high school from I just heard from Mr. Toll actually up in. Um, Are they going to name after Mr. Toll? No, no, he told us oh, about it. Toll, 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 Toll told you the Mr. Toll, the Toll Gymnasium. Dave, where's the graduation? You're going to love it. Where's the graduation going to be? I'm thinking. It's, it's outside. It's outside. It's got a big space. Okay, let me think. I'm actually really want to think about this. Is it in Auburn? Uh, it is in the Lewiston Auburn municipal area. Is it going to be down at the Great Falls? Nope. You get three guesses. It's a place we've talked about before. It's going to be at, 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 the, at the bowling alley that Dana Bureau and it I are going to be. It's not going to be at the. That's an indoor venue. Lost Valley. It's not going to be. At the, it's not going to be at the, at the bowling. I'll give you one more guess. A big outdoor space. What kind of outdoor space needs a lot of land? A farm. Ooh, one more, one more. I'll give you one more. Like a lot of land. A cemetery. <laughs> Dave, do you remember? Do you remember when you came to the Prince concert? Oh, it could be at the Lewis and Auburn Municipal it's Airport. It's going to be the Lewis and Auburn Municipal Airport, where our little league games all were. That's. Literally, games were at the airport. Yeah, that's where the fields were what? when we were growing up. They would were, a they ball were, like hit a plane? The fields, no, the yeah, the fields way. were to the right of the airport. Yeah, all the um, the minor league, major league, and uh, senior league fields were all at the airport. Well, despite here and here we go. This is the reason it, there was talk of moving it back to the field, but the uh, but who's this guy? Um, Principal Gus LeBlanc. French Gus Canadian LeBlanc said that they cannot move from the airport because they've already contracted up to ten thousand dollars in services for the ceremony at the airport itself. Would there be a flyover? So let's hope by so. the Cessna. And that, that flew, will be if you want to go, Dave. Flew me, if you want, Dana, to, go, if you want to go up to Maine for the weekend and check out the graduations, June 6, 11 a.m. Really? There we go. 
How many? And they're probably letting everybody come who wants. Uh, I I cannot tell you if that's true or not. June six, eleven a.m. So that's graduation weekend. Got Bedford here Friday night. You can go to the airport Sunday. Maybe Lexington somewhere we in the middle. Fly, we could fly in. We could fly we over. Could fly in. <laughs> fly up. We, we could have. We could send someone out on a parachute coming down. Should be like have one of those plants with a streamer like. Dave Geller no, says like, congratulations. No, I'll be like, what do we know? Dave Geller and Bureau and Sasano yeah. say congratulations yeah. from the yeah. class of uh, 86 yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. My goodness. But I would say as yeah, so a senior events here are happening, there was a full day at Kimball Farms for the seniors Ooh. in Bedford the other day. Yearbooks, sports. Are you guys renting it out? Uh, it was not rented out because it was a hot summer spring day. So it was full of people, including Bedford uh, 12th graders. So James said it took a 90 minutes to play a round of mini golf. I'm like, sorry, would you rather have been at home doing dishes and folding laundry? You know, did he go on the water on the, on the boats? I don't know what he did. You ever been to six gun city? No, but I know where it is. It's closed all now, the way up, place. right? Like, that, like Gorham or Berlin or something. I gotta up say, there. That place is in the middle. No, it's like, so you go up, you go up, um, the kank, um, you go all the way up. There, no, like, no, to the, no, to no, excuse me. Two, right? No, you go 93. Jeez, I don't know how you're you're running through the end, then you yeah. go right, you go so across you, towards like Berlin. Yeah, so instead of going, I think you have going to Santa's Village, which I've never been to, um, uh, and then you go to Six Gun City, which I think is now closed. I think so too, actually. And that place had it's the like three-hour drive. Had the, at least. Yeah, but it was worth it because you went there and there was no one there, and there was the most rogue amusement park I have ever seen. They had roguer than York's Wild Kingdom. That was pretty. Oh, rogue. That, that's some great stories from there. Places. But that they had they had scary. bumper boats, water boats, where where you the gun you could with a water gun you could shoot that thing like across across the room was sitting in that that thing would go like 25, 50 feet. And so there's nothing wrong with it. It was awesome. I remember being with Jossie in one of those bump boats, and some kid, I, I was I, when we got in there, I said, these, these guns are crazy. I was laughing so high, and this kid shot the gum out of my mouth. <laughs> he hit it off my tongue and back into the water. Like, that was crazy. But it was just so much literally, fun. Literally, bump, 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 the Wild West. Bump, yeah, bump, and bump. they had go-karts there that should have been illegal. They were just, and they let you go for, I don't know, it seemed like, like 25, 30 minutes. And they That's were, pretty awesome, they were so, it, was, it was so <laughs> fast. It was crazy. And they had this crazy crazy roller coaster that was like in the parking lot on asphalt that was just like it seemed like every I, I, we went on probably I'm not exaggerating 15 times and every time I thought I was going to fall off but that place was, was worth the drive I'm just saying now the Animal Kingdom oh my god York Animal York's Kingdom Wild Kingdom that place did you go you went there like in the 70s and the, or the 80s that place right? is a little bit frightening well now it's a little more tame but in the old days when you'd walk into the Animal Kingdom and you walk into the front gate in the, of, of where the animals were, and there was basically just one free for all. llama goat free for all. <laughs> they just roam free. Went, every time they heard you put that quarter in to get that the feed, they would just attack you. Oh I God. saw them one time jump on a on an older gentleman who had a camera. This is back with you know film. Hit him, with, uh, feet on his chest, knocked him down his back, grabbed the camera, ripped it open, ate the film. I was like that was just crazy. Very aggressive. Yes, but anyways, take a breath now. Exciting times. I mean, I just the, the 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 White Mountains tourist guide always had Six Gun City and Santa's Village like all the way up. I'm like driving all the way up there yeah. for that stuff. You I love Santa's Village. It's nice, clean take. Yeah, it's like Storyland, but with a slant. Um, sure. There's that. <laughs> you been to Storyland? I've been to Storyland. Right. Of course, I've been. Can't wait to go back. Um, 
I would just say, and uh, as we hit the end of the school year, we're, we're hiring a new, a new middle school principal uh, here in Bedford. So who's, who's the old middle school principal? So Kevin Tracy is leaving after many, many years in Bedford. He'll be the principal of the school in, I think, in North Reading. Really? Uh, congratulations. The principal of middle school or high school? I think it's the high school. Because um, he originally was a high school you know, teacher and then went to the middle school. And then uh, four finalists. Uh, actually, wait, actually wait, so this is school committee action? Nope. 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 Uh, there's a hiring committee. Uh, it's the superintendent's. Uh, higher, he will inform us. I said to him, no, thank you. Do not need to be on that committee. So Sarah Scoville is representing us. There's 15 people on the committee. I actually know one of the four finalists because so we this, grew up this together. Is similar. Won't you, say who, but I have no say in the process. When you're looking at the superintendent, was the school committee was a separate committee? So the way that that worked, so there was, we, you know, the, when it came to hiring the superintendent, we first had to form a hiring subcommittee of the school committee to oversee the process so that we could act without having the whole committee approved, which I was on along with Joanne and John Sills. And then we formed the search committee of teachers and parents and volunteers, which then did the screening and then approved the finalists that were sent to the school committee. And then the school committee conducted the interviews and did the hiring after yeah. from the finalists. So you guys had the final say. So we did. So and this one, we, this one we do not. This is up to the... Why the, is that? Uh, I think by statute, the school committee only hires certain personnel, so and that includes the director of special education, the assistant superintendent, director of finance. So there's 15 people on the committee. Any, it's just a big committee. Any heavy hitters? I, I don't even know who's on the committee. Really? I, said, I, I, don't, I don't need to know anything is about it. Secret? It is not secret. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. Where, where can I find out who's so on the committee? So there'll be a Zoom this Wednesday, I think, when the four finalists are presented and, and talked about and answer questions. So at some point, we'll find out who they chose. Public? Is that public? Um, it is public. I don't remember any names except for the one person I do know. Who's I do one not want to say who know? that is because oh. it might feel like we're prejudicing the pre nah. prejudging the process. Nah, nah. I wish everybody well. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, middle school principal, God's work. That's a God's great, work. <laughs> that's a great, um, that's a great, uh, it's a great job for the right person. How does that sound? We had this guy, Dane and I talking about last week, Dana Bureau and I talking about, he was in the pod, the central school that we were at. Mr. Hussey was the principal. That's Mr. Great, Hussey. Man. Was he like smoking cigarettes and he was, he was this court? like six foot four, oh, craggly faced, gray haired, uh, man of um, stature, which almost like Abraham Lincoln-esque. Whoa. You know, s low voice, soft spoken, hands that like f hands like you know bricks could crush you. Whoa. And he was he always wore a suit, and he was the kindest, Aww. gentlest, awesomest, you know, way ahead of his time for when we were at the school. Man, That's and very nice. really cool. I wish he was still around. Mr. Hussey, all right. Yeah, Mr. Hussey. Wow. I'm glad. Yeah, I just want to mention that. Did you do square dancing in middle school? Because <laughs> um, we did. <laughs> we did. It was so bad. We did, square we, did, we did stuff like in elementary school. We, did we had, imagine, late 80s, well, this is, this is 11, 12, 13-year-olds doing square dancing with the old player. Like, this is the <laughs> worst thing. And this was like a New England thing. It happened all over the place. So we did it, you know. We no, not this school. was before I had Mr. Trotton. This was with whoever I had for middle school PE, which was also a different scene. We middle school for three straight years, that pretty good. And that was your physical education. It was that part was of your, gym class. You bet was it was. Like, Obstacle course, bombardment, and then of course we had uh, square dancing every spring. Bombardment, so That's bad. A great. Yeah, we do not play those games anymore. Obviously, I think I bring that back. Bombardment. And then we have, I, I think we have two more meetings, and then uh, I'm, I'm not going to be chair. Thank goodness, what a year! I'll do John, uh, do Phil's Wait, uh, evaluation. You're still going to be on the school committee. Yeah, but I'm not going to be chair. going to be chair. Uh, it's not up to me. Who, be a vote. who picks? Uh, we vote. Committee. We vote. You're not going. When's if everybody writes you in? 
uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do it again. I don't, and I will not have to. No, but, but can I'm, you be can you be voted in? And you have to step back and say I, no. I could be. No, I I would reject. No, 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 no. I'm gonna reject the nomination, which will not be made. <laughs> I've made it very clear it's not gonna happen again. No, wait a minute. No. <laughs> so we will do Phil's evaluation on June 8th, and it's gonna be uh, I think very good. He has a great well, this year. It's gonna be awesome next and year, then, not uh, you. And you're then gonna be, you're gonna be like I don't have so much more time than my again. Co- in, in when we were having the pods in, in November, October, yeah. December, and I told you, I, mean, I, I was working. I was working the phones and, and doing more work for school committee than I was for work, and it was You're brutal. You're going to be able to not draw your shades anymore, you know, so you can actually... Uh, <laughs> it's a, I mean, summer is going to be great, and I'm going to enjoy just having a lot less responsibility. I mean... It's going to be awesome. So that's, that's where I am today. You, you had a great pod today, Geller. I had a you great... You were very happy. You gave me a lot of good stuff. Thank you. you, and you looked like you were really excited. Well, it's about interesting because I, I was like, driving like, over here, and like, oh, this is going to be a terrible podcast. What am no, I doing? No, I was thinking over how much we enjoy doing this, and how yeah. we're making the time to do this, and how this is an important part of my week to yeah. be with you because you enjoy it, I enjoy I it. Do. Let's do it, and for whatever whatever this pod is worth, we have a nice time talking about it. Well, I think I think you dropped that. the bomb last night that Lex Media is opening up again. So a couple of things, yeah. So I. I saw that in a, I would like this buy, or not buy, this monthly paper that comes out, whatever it even is. I don't know how often it comes out. But it's actually the, the um, Jim Shaw is the, yep. like the head, and yep. he's, he's head Lex Media. But there was a thing about what Lex Media has been up to over you know, the past month. They didn't, did not mention our podcast. Ooh, ouch. Thank you. Um, but they're planning to open up June 1st. Let's go. So this, so. I think we could. A studio, a studio that was made for this podcast with great guests. So let's make well, that I happen. I think we could have some really cool guests in the pod who yeah, would really yeah. probably rather be in, you know, in than on. Yep, in. I got you. Yeah. So we're gonna do this, but I want to continue doing this, and I really want to check off these list of people that we come up with who I think would be great to be on. And we we just see that we have some great uh, friends and personalities, you know, on here, and it, it, it just, it's just it's just it's a great time. Great wow. time. I was at someone's house on Saturday night, sitting by a fire pit. And uh, and he was just very excited, telling me that every Sunday morning when he was do, do when he does work around the house, he listens to the podcast. Seriously, he's like, I really, I really like that one with the with the guy from Maine. I'm ah, like, which Amy one? Bureau. He's like, yeah, it was really good. I'm like, all right, I'll make sure to tell him he said oh, that. So no, right, Matt cool. Daniel gave us this, this feedback the other day. We so. can have them on, you know, like, and we like we, it's great to talk to, and they're interesting people, right? And if we had seven days a week doing this, we could probably fill it up with if we had, and had the ability to get people on, we we fill it with some amazing. The Daily people. Show. But by the way, did you see what happened with Maddie in the morning last week? Did you hear about no. this? Uh, you know who that is, right? The uh, Kiss Went Away host. Yes. So he had a little bit of a tantrum on air. So Kiss Went Away, the, one of the local pop stations uh, in Boston. I mean, right? all, I mean, he's been on the air for forty years and had a little. Uh, uh, diatribe against the station's management telling him how he should or should not talk about Demi Lovato's announcement and he like stormed off the air and everyone's like is Maddie really? done is Maddie done after 40 years but he's back on so I think it was a little what bit what was of a the controversy over Demi Lovato's uh, I think he wanted to give her a hard time or make jokes about her choice about being non- non-binary and then he's like I can't I'm not allowed to offend those people I am allowed to offend certain people this is ridiculous don't tell me what to do and um you know, you can find the audio clip on the. I'm sure it's still up there somewhere. But he was back, I think, on Friday. So he can say what he wants, right? I, I think guess. he was told. I think he was told that he could not say he what can. he wanted. I'm not taking sides but, here. I'm just saying I'm it was pretty what, interesting what, news. But what's the what's the controversy over that? I don't. Maybe not, I don't get that. Like, what's the, why? Why not him? But why can't she say what she wants to say about herself? I don't. Say. I think he wanted to give her a hard time about it and say how it was a little ridiculous. And the station's like, don't even dare make that comment right so, so i think and this is me paraphrasing i wasn't deep, there i'm definitely also deep, not right? going to take sides not on this one too, you know not to go down the, the wormhole of <laughs> maybe demi lovato but you know what she's she's she, she gone through that tough life sorry she, now, now we should say they have had a tough life right? yeah so she's she yeah they she, they have have <laughs> have 
have crossed a lot of um, tough rivers and stretches, and they uh, can, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of Demi and, yeah. and the music. Pretty much, so I'm, I'm going to stay out of the fray here with with with, I mean, Maddie, I with love Maddie Demi. Sunny with a chance, you know. <laughs> I love Camp Rock. Come on now. So I think you mentioned Camp Rock to me, which I haven't seen yet. I mentioned Elizabeth. She you never like, seen Camp Rock? She's like, "How have you not seen it? It was Demi's breakout role." So it's been on. Nah, like, at some point, well, I should I should watch it. I had not watched it. It's in the queue. Um, but I'm watching. You got to watch Sunny with a Chance, and that was that was, right, well, uh, that was on the um, Nickelodeon no, Disney. But, so we, uh, but it was, Cam Rock, the first, and the Jonas Brothers, you gotta love them. Uh, I mean, I, I this, I'm late to the party, but I guess it's still raging. So, Dave, listen, it's gonna be a great week this week. I have high hopes. High hopes. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Got a long weekend, so we will not be potting next Monday because I assume you'll be away. There's been more. I'll delay. be back. You'll be around. Where are you gonna be? We'll, where am I gonna, I'm gonna be here? I'll be away. I'm a Bedford man. We'll figure that out. All right. Well, a happy Memorial Day. Um, we'll see everybody else in June, and um, I would say the better days are coming fast. Yeah, it's again better every week, and Dan, you have a great week ahead of you. I'm working on it, guys. We'll see you next week. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.